Did you watch the cricket last night? Yes, I did. And so many questions, whether it be about what Australia is in the one-day form, what is Classic, how people you, use the Aussie technology. supporter using technology as a distraction for what is an unacceptable performance from Australia last Not night. Not dismissing that, but what I am curious about is, again, we've, we've seen drama with technology in the English Premier League in the past two weeks. Now we're seeing drama with it in... Is it really drama? Well, were they were they so diabolically bad TV decisions? So here's what we're talking about for those who have just jumped in. Steve Smith got a ball that looked like it was possibly tracking down the leg side. South Africa weren't sure. They decided to review it, were stunned to find that the ball was going to be cannoning, cannoning into leg stump according to the decision review system. There was a second decision that went against Marcus Stoinis mm, that's an where um, the ball looked to brush a glove or maybe the handle of the bat. If it hit a glove, it looked like the glove was off the bat at the yes. time, therefore not out. So Australia who went down by 134 runs for a start. So it was a pretty, pretty poor performance. Maybe a couple of dismissals went against them. But I've had a look at those today. I didn't think that there was a complete um, breakdown of the DRS system. It actually seemed like, yeah, Steve Smith got a long way across, as he does, got hit in the pad. Wickets keep a bit lower on the subcontinent. Mm. It did look like it was possibly tracking down, but I I wasn't absolutely... Uh, outraged by that, nor was I outraged by the decision that went against Marcus Stoinis. I think this is a wonderful diversion by Australian cricket fans to make the point that we have got a lot of this World Cup campaign wrong, and we can talk about that. You can talk about it as well, one three hundred sen sen or 0427154166. Can we start with the squad, Rooch? I, I do not understand the squad we have picked for a subcontinent World Cup. So Australia went to... Like, you mean lack of spinners for a start? What, what were the options? It's like we're picking a, a, test, a test side to play at Lord's. Well, but we, <laughs> yeah. did, we, did, yeah, we but worked this the, out. But what and were the real options, though? I and understand. Is that then a reflection of what mistakes we've made previously rather than the mistakes we've made this time? So you always were going to expect that the wickets weren't going to be the absolute turners that we've normally seen in an India-hosted test series against mm. Australia, where... The wickets fall apart an hour into play and these matches are normally over by about day three. Having said that, Australia's first three matches, first one was going to be at Chennai against India and that has always been a turning wicket. Lucknow, where they played last night and they'll play Sri Lanka in their next match, is also a wicket that tends to turn. And both times we've gone in with three quicks, a couple of medium paces, one spinner, Mm -hmm. Adam Zampa, and then the part-time spin of Glenn Maxwell. And so Glenn Maxwell has been our only finger spinner. Now, we worked this out in the test series against India last time where we took uh, Matthew Kuhneman and we took Todd Murphy and we took Nathan Lyon. None of those guys are involved in this campaign. All of them were a real threat in those conditions. None of them were even considered. I'm stunned by that. And here we have a situation where Mitchell Stark, Josh Hazelwood and Pat Cummins, great attacks at Adelaide Oval just down the road here, Rooch, wonderful attacks at the (laughs) MCG or the SCG, but they just were never going to suit Chennai. And they they don't look, once the ball loses a bit of its sheen, on those tracks, that's about six overs in, two new balls, of course. Uh, So you're putting this at the feet of the selectors, as we could have with a test series where they didn't play Travis Head in the first test, remember? Yeah, and that was a monumental blunder So you're putting this at the selector's feet again. Well, I think that that's one of a multitude of things. But as there are a couple of other issues about just the way in which has the power base of this team drifted too deep into the player group now? 
I mean, we. I don't want that's to revisit a, totally a, the Langer issue, but that's a philosophical has it argument. drifted too far the other way now? I, I think there are some more simplistic issues that we need to deal with with regard to the Australian cricket team right now. Uh, the, the squad, I think they got wrong, and I think they mm. should have been playing a lot more spinners. And it's almost like Pat Cummins, as much as he's the captain of the team, he gets in the way of where we really need to be selecting a side. They would have looked a lot more balanced with two quicks and an extra spinner in that side, and we just don't have it at the moment. What about the non-selection of Alex Carey after one game? Explain that, that one. That absolutely reeks of an organisation that doesn't really know, has no structure in their planning. I mean, you cannot tell me that Alex Carey picked him for game one, dropped him for game two, mm. and bring in Josh Inglis, who dropped... Okay, it was a pretty tough catch, but still dropped a catch and looked completely out of sorts with the bat as well. Missed a dead set straight one from Casigo Rabada. Um, that is just... That, that says to me, that smacks as a great example of an organisation that just wasn't prepared, wasn't planned. So a loss to India, a loss now to South Africa... Sri Lanka on Monday, if it's zero and three, it's, well, that's doomsday, isn't it? Uh, it and is. Then they're, and then they're playing out just a, series, a, a competition that just to work out where they rank rather than playing semifinals. The, the other problem, Roach, is that both of these losses have been fairly significant yep. and their net run ratio is going to be right out of kilter. So, mm. yeah, they're probably going to have to win six of their last seven games, maybe seven. And there are some sides that are bobbing their heads up again. New Zealand look really good. Pakistan is going to be difficult to beat in those sorts of conditions. India is always to be locked in at home. And Australia normally in a World Cup just throws in one bad performance against a side that you would expect them to beat. So, you know, could they run into a bad day against Bangladesh or someone like that? So what are we saying then about the bigger picture of where one day cricket is as well? Yeah, another philosophical discussion. And I know that you are... um, I'm bewildered as to how we can persist with a World Cup if we're saying we're not interested in playing this game as series anymore. It's just going to be a like a monument to what was one day cricket. Every four years, let's get all together and let's play it as a World Cup, but we're not going to worry about it for the other parts of the calendar. The great challenge with one day cricket is that there's never been... A, an international structure to it. Yep. Like, show me the international one-day cricket premiership table. I mean, there is no such thing. And so we lose interest pretty quickly because we don't get an opportunity mm. to understand how we're measured against other teams. It's just your country versus my country. We play three or five games and then yep. we drift off and these things are forgotten about. And they they, they just lack... Um, they purpose? lack context. Yeah, they, they lack, lack a purpose. Yeah, they do. They, they lack meaning. So what we've got now is we've got... Cricket as in the test form where it's pure and we know there are a few rivalries there that hold it together. And we've got a T20 series, which is about where all the cash is and the quick fire entertainment. So one day has become lost in between, surely. Which is, what is it? That just a a reflection of where the game is at? Uh, It's either has to be very quick or very pure. But it can't be in between anymore with 50 overs each. People still take the one-day game very seriously at World Cup level, but it does have some – it has some problems that they need to solve in between times. Otherwise, the format of the game will become quite consistently – it it won't be irrelevant, but it will it will lack purposes as we were just saying. So uh, as a pure... Here's a message here from Mario from Maslin's Beach. Oh Mario! I knew Australia would go out in straight sets in the cricket when I saw a bloke in the crowd wearing a port top. There was a guy there wearing the um, the the teal coloured port oh, guernsey. I thought oh. that's uh, good on you, Mario. Mario Thank you. Mario. I hope he's well dressed at Maslin's. 
Um, uh, we've also got, oh, hello, this is uh, Ethel from Ethelton. Refreshing change to have a bloke on this show who talks sense. I presume they're still talking about you, Roach. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Hello, Ethel. Ethel. Thank you, Ethel from uh, from Ethelton. I'll, I'll drive by tomorrow and I'll bring some roses. Can I have one other issue that I've got to bring up with Why the Australian not? cricket team? Go for it. Why on earth, when you've got clearly pitches that are going to deteriorate over the course of a hundred overs, do we insist on bowl, on bowling first and batting second? Why wouldn't we bat first? Paul Nobbs, who I played a lot of cricket with. He had a very, very simple theory in cricket. Batting is better than bowling. Why would Australia give up the opportunity to put runs on the board when the pitch is at what you would expect? I know that there's this new modern theory that we all like to chase runs now because we understand at what speed we have to go. Mm -hmm. But I see so many cricket games where sides, and it happened to South Australia on Sunday. They played against Queensland just over there at Karen Rolton Oval. They won the toss and bowled first and gave up a record score. Jake... Have first use, mate. It's a good pitch. Go out and bat on the darn thing. So that annoys me about the Australian cricket team is that they just they're, – they're creating a rod for their own backs by deciding that they think they're better chasers. They should be batting first, in particular in those conditions. Without a spinner. No, they, and they need an extra spinner. Mm. Righty-o. One quick too many. One spinner, uh, one spinner short. One quick too many. And they, I'll tell you who they do need, our boy Travis Head, who's sitting around in Adelaide at the moment trying to overcome that um, that injury yeah. that he's got. I'm hoping that he's going to be on a plane next week. But my goodness, that could all be too late, Roach. Where there is a lot of spin is in the AFL trade talks.